She said that? Yeah. That was, those are, my problem is. Five years, I fucking clicked her. Boom. Hang up. <laughs> Happy belated Thanksgiving, everybody. You know, we were debating about when to drop this, when we should put this episode out. Should it be for the patrons? Should it be for the cheapos? It is going to be for the cheapos. And don't be cheap. Go to patreon.com slash another podcast network. But uh, because this is going on for the cheapos, it's a couple days after Thanksgiving. We hope you guys had a fantastic holiday, a fantastic turkey day. And, commemor- and to commemorate that, uh, I really can't talk tonight. Uh, Nick is in a turkey onesie uh, four days after Thanksgiving. I think it's actually pretty funny. And the, the aforementioned uh, 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 posting schedule that he just yeah, talked yeah, about, yeah. Uh, I lost a vote and I was super chill about you it. You were. You were really, really you. good. You're growing we're as a all, person. We're all growing as no, people. No, I've already I grown. Could, Not me, though. Yeah. I, I could sense uh, like you were like quiet for a little while yeah, and yeah. you like... You're like, I want to bring this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I could sense it. I'm like, I'm just going to be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, a little, I'm, I'm a little sad about it, but you're right. It is funnier that it's after. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. I'll just wear this on random Tuesdays. And so check out the YouTube video. Go to uh, YouTube.com. How many people are list- uh, watching that now, Nick? Don't talk about that. We're really we're really trying to get those numbers up. We're starting oh. the new feed. This is 600. a new endeavor oh. for us. So go to the YouTube channel. Help us out, you know. We we uh, we're we're a f- uh, multimedia thing now, right? So uh, you can't just listen. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Mm. We hope you guys had some lovely stuffings, some uh, you know, uh, some dry, dry uh, turkey. It's impossible to get that bird moist, you know. My Not fucking wife told her mother to make the turkey. Her mother. It's going to show up here with fucking uh, a sausage in it and crawfish in it. Oh, no. Yeah, she ruins everything. Oh. And I said, tell her t- tell her uh, that I already ordered a turkey from Ralph's. Tell her that. She puts shellfish in the turkey? She In the stuffing. Oh, man. I actually am pretty intrigued by that. I was recently looking for catering for another show I work on, and uh, someone suggested this place in the Valley. It's called West of New Orleans. And it's a guy named Marcus who's been doing it for 35 years. And his signature Thanksgiving dish is a crawfish jambalaya stuffed turkey. And, I mean, the man has been doing it for 35 sure, years. Sure, yeah, he's, if it's a specialty. And he's a real Creole. Sure. Uh, it honestly sounded amazing. And I just want to shout out, everybody go up, go look at uh, West of New Orleans. And eventually, Marcus will give us free food. Yeah. We talked on the phone, and he's a good gentleman. That would be great <clears throat> if you could, Marcus. So, um... Hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We're going to get into a lot of stuff today. Uh, I have to uh, drive to El Paso. Nick, what's going on? Just before we get off Thanksgiving, I do want to say the benefit of this posting after Thanksgiving is that everybody should just remind themselves to keep your pl- keep yourself uh, with that attitude of gratitude. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, oh, my God. I've, I've heard if you're feeling gratitude, you can't feel anger at the same time. It's right. Like they're, mm. they're, they're opposing feelings. So yeah. just, just think about all the stuff you're, you're happy to have, you guys. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. uh, we have one another. And if you don't have anyone and it is really dark, just uh, be thankful that you're living in 2021, even though these are apocalyptic times and you're not a Native American being flayed by, uh, you know, syphilitic. Oh, okay. Cut it out. What? Dylan. Don't bring down me a Howard moment. Zinn, you were okay? Start, you were Come on. Hey, time. call me Howard Zinn. Dylan struggles with the attitude of gratitude. Uh, all right. So. By the way, some piece of advice for Thanksgiving, someone that's troubled by their family or they're kind of annoyed with their family or whatever. Thanksgiving is a perfect holiday to take it off, 
uh, uh, order a pizza, uh, go against, rub up against the uh, the uh, social, social uh, yeah conventions. I've I had one of the best Thanksgiving of my goddamn life. I went down, I got some Ben and Jerry's ice cream and a pint of that cookie dough ice cream. Uh, okay. The mom called me and she says, "Hey, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? You didn't want to come home this year." I was like, "Yeah, I got invited to a buddy's house. I'm going to go there." And she's like, "What are they going to have?" I said, "Oh, they have all the stuffing, all the turkey." Sure. I was lie. lying to her. Right, right, right. I just watched TV all day. I was left to my own goddamn thoughts. And that, I, that literal that sounds like heaven. Heaven. I would be sad because my family is rarely all together all the time. You know, my father's, you know, not taking the vaccine, so he can't come back. <laughs> right. So we're struggling with that. But um it would be fun to just to live in the Truman Show for a day, you know, just everybody is out doing your own thing, their own thing. You're ordering a Taco Bell delivered to your house. Christmas 2014, <laughs> I went to a Pasadena second run movie theater and paid three dollars to see Dumb and Dumber Two by myself. Right, right, right. <sighs> Not a good film. I was living in my car. I almost hung myself and drove back to Wisconsin. <laughs> right, Those right, are my right, two yeah. options, but I stuck it out. Now I'm here with you guys. Thank God. Um, all right, and praise here Jesus. tonight we all are praise Jesus. We have a lot of stuff to and get into. Lot. I need to go to, um, as well as Yahweh, I need to go to El Paso. The reason why I will disclose. And Pat, Mother Gaia. Done. And Mother Gaia, of, of course. And Varahishnu and Zoroaster. We're, no. <clears throat> okay, so. Zeno. You uh, have some stuff to talk about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, about my wife. By the way, I should probably start where I'm going to talk about. Oh, yeah, I'm not going yet, but what I, I'm going to talk about my wife yeah. and her horrible personality trait to make her husband go out when it's dark at 7 o'clock when I should be able to sit on my own goddamn now, we've couch covered this. We've and relax. This before. Well, she has not learned her lesson. Right. And I want to, let me get this out of the way. I'm not divorcing my wife. I love my wife to death. Sure. I love her, but she just has certain parts of her character that are uh, horrible. You love her. You just dislike her right now. I yelled at her on Sunday. Okay. But can I say, I went out to a happy hour with them last Friday after we recorded, and I was like, just, I was like, they're, they were so cute. They were like reminiscing and laughing yeah, about watching Bad Girls cute. Club together oh, and stuff. That was great. They were I very ain't going to sleep in here. <laughs> ain't going to sleep in here. Yeah, and I brought three commander decks to that that happy hour, and we did not have time to play any of them. Because we were commiserating. We were bonding. <laughs> yeah. I know. It sucked. So uh, what do you have tonight? Uh, I'm, uh, we often kind of uh, talk shit on, on social media and some of the ills it's brought upon society. But I do sure, believe... Sure, hacking into the brainstem and destroying our culture. I do believe, uh, no different than a hammer, uh, these social media tools can be used for good or for ill. Uh, most people use them for ill because of the algorithms that kind of trick you into it. But if you have a well-curated feed, it can be a pleasurable experience to scroll and, and just stay away from the trending topics. But I'm going to show you guys some of my favorite Twitter follows. Well, let's get into those right now. Let's do it. Okay, well, I had to airdrop some stuff to myself. Um, oh, okay. Well, then let's talk about um, my plight currently. <laughs> We're going to Mexico next week for uh, my wife's best friend's wedding. She next week. Next week, as people are hearing, as this. people are hearing this, it'll be in in two or three days. Hmm. Uh, I lost my passport about a month and a half ago. Don't know where it is. Well, like two months ago. So, about a month ago, I call the passport office and I say, uh, "I'm flying out of the country and I need to get a replacement." They say, 
no worries at all. What you need to do is you need to call the passport agency uh, two weeks before you're about to fly. You have to get an appointment. Can't walk in because of COVID, right? Because, you know, God forbid someone walked into a, a government building with a vaccine passport and a mask and just, you know, asked. Killed everybody. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I call and uh, I say, hey, um, got a flight coming up on the first. Um, now, when did you do this? Well, I did it last week. And they said, you're too early. You need to call back next week. Why? Why? Be for, for, I have a lot of questions about this because yeah. I, if I'm going to Europe in December and it's June, there's no one stopping me from going to get that passport early. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just go in there immediately upon no because realizing you need a passport? Because the kind of appointment i need is for an emergency kind of declaration it's like uh it's you only have 72 hours left they need to expedite the passport they can't just take their time willy-nilly and book me you know out in the future so i need to call closer to the date so they can confine me to these emergency appointments seems like a, a uh, i don't create know problems. i don't know how the, how the fuck it works so, by the way, you didn't need to do it through a government building. There's a bunch of third parties that actually execute passports like I did. A hundred percent. So you didn't do your due diligence. No, of course not. All right. No, no, no. Of course not. He doesn't have time for paperwork and stuff. Uh, he's I told us that before. really, really cannot stand paperwork. So anyways, I call many of those expediting services uh, about two weeks out. Usually isn't an issue, um, but... They're so slammed right now. Everyone is so slammed with COVID restrictions and travel uh, coming up around the holidays. You you can't pay these people eleven hundred dollars and get a passport in you know eight days. They just won't do it. They're mm. too backed up. Many of them just don't answer their phones. So I am stuck with the traditional way of getting the passport going through a government uh, agency. Lucky for you. They do a bang-up job with everything. Lucky for me, it's not run by people who have lost all hope in life and don't like uh, interacting with human beings. And lucky for you, uh, you live in California where you pay probably some of the largest tax in the nation so the government will work efficiently, efficiently and, 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 like and expedite well this machine. Yes. for you. And lucky All for I you. All I need is an appointment at a building. Lucky for you, those offices, uh, when you peer back behind the plexiglass and the mean-spirited uh, employee, Trolls. the computers definitely don't look like they were actually computers in the film War Games, right. filmed in 1983. Right. Lucky for you. Yeah. Or and the luck net, lucky for you. And lucky for me, I call them up and they say, hey, we've got good news. We've got you an appointment for 1130. I said lucky for me they said yeah lucky for you it is in el paso texas <laughs> where do we live dylan we live in los angeles california only 11 hours away now i said um you've got to be kidding and she said no i'm not kidding i said did you punch in the right zip code she said i punched in the right zip code unfortunately the only appointments are in el paso and there's one in a segment I like to call a uh, asshole being sarcastically helpful. She said there's a, I a hope great segment. Recurring. It's a great segment. I hope it's recurring. Uh, she says, I also have one in Honolulu, if you'd, <laughs> if you'd like that one. Was she? Be, was she? she was being a, and excuse my language, 
a complete fucking bitch. Now, way to hold off on the C word because that's what she was being. Complete. Whoa. So I said, "Is there anything else I can do?" She says, "You can drive to El Paso." And I said, "That's when I just, I got pretty pissed off. I was like, okay." Can you take it easy with how abrasive you're being right now? Because it's uh, kind of a... a sh- <laughs> this is going to get you somewhere. I said it's a pretty shitty piece of information you just delivered. So I'm just trying to problem solve here. And I, I just need you to take it a little easy on me. Five seconds of silence. So do you want the appointment or not? I said, okay, I got to take the appointment. So that ripcord is there should I need to break glass in case of emergency. But my God, do I not want to do it? There is 3% of me, though, that's like, oh, this could be fun. But ugh, not really. Now, you forgot to mention uh, why you need. You say you're going to a wedding, but you forgot to mention why. Where are you going? Mexico. Oh, you did say Mexico. Oh, are okay. you high? Well, well, I was going to say, since you're going to Mexico, El Paso, Texas is just a little north of that place, so this might all work out. That was my whole suggested thing. Switch your flight, fly out of El Paso, drive with a lady, have a nice cross-country trip to El Paso, fly from there, fly back to El Paso, drive back with your wife, very tired, probably hungover, but uh, It's a 14-hour drive. Yeah, 11, he said, mm-hmm. uh, if he's booking it. But, uh, but still, nonetheless, he's driving those 22 hours in one day. And then fly to Mexico. But let's see what he chose to do. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have to tune in uh, in a couple of weeks. Oh, I, I, I you haven't made a decision yet. Well, I mean, I'm going to do my damnedest to try and, uh, you know, figure out. That's my other favorite part is the I can't guarantee you. You know, I said, well, if I drive to El Paso, are they going to have my passport that day? Well, I can't guarantee you. But given the amount of distance you've covered and the proximity to your flight, it'll probably happen. Do you want to use my passport? No, and and people, you've done this. My brother-in-law has done this. Do, are you aware you just, you of the lose ramifications? Like Twenty pounds, or are look you, just like me, grow are, a beard. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, my skin would be sagging because of because of fucking time yanking it down, not because of the fat. You you have a, a gaunt face, and your eyes are too close. But listen, <laughs> listen. What you do you eat? No, there's chocolates in the fridge. Uh, Those are mine. It's too late for that. I wonder if I have a pen. I definitely left one here. So listen, are you aware of I was only kidding. You probably weigh less than me. I'm kidding too. No, my eyes are too close together. At least three people said that. Well, and I'm fat. So listen, um, are you aware of the ramifications of faking your identity in a federal environment? It could be really bad. Yeah, you could probably end up in one of those uh, places in Mexico that featured on Locked Up Abroad. That's another thing. Like, You're like killing chickens in your jail yeah, cell. Yeah, exactly. They're like, uh, hey, it's dinner time. They throw a live bird in the cell. You're like, I have to get out of here. So I, the other thing is I could call TSA and say, hey, I'm coming, and this is my situation. But you know, Or you could get out of the wedding. I can't do that. Why not? Uh, my wife will literally divorce She'll me. forgive you. Uh, not for too long. Who is this person again that's getting married? It's a very, very close friend. Of you or her? Uh, Both of you? Mine by proxy, yeah. Ah, she'll forgive you. You think I should just bail on the wedding? Yeah, tell her a story where, like, you know, I didn't want to bring this up, but this friend, when we were first dating uh, Cece, he tried talking me into banging his cousin. It's a girl. Oh. Uh, I don't know. You can find a way to make that person look pretty bad where she's happy to oblige to uh, not go to the wedding. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Give me the time frame again. When do you leave for Mexico? 
12.05, December 2nd, December 1st in the evening for all intents and purposes. Oh, so you, you have, you have a week to do this and get back? Well, I, I, I have to drive to El Paso on the day. Get on a plane, you knucklehead. It's two and a half hours. Are you out of your mind? You're going to do that crazy drive? Yeah, maybe if you take a flight next Wednesday round trip, it's probably fucking three hundred dollars. I don't want to pay. No, it's not. It's like six. But I, I, raise I, money on uh, where? Where's this show? Just ask the people. I to pay feel for like it. that's more. That's just as much travel time. No, you fly out of Burbank. I'm sure you, you can't take Burbank to El Paso. What the fuck's wrong with you? It's mm. definitely not as much travel time. There's no way. Well, I mean, it's a long and it's a more drive. relaxed travel time. I can't Fly. think of anything more relaxing than just being by myself in a car listening to Germs, Gun, and Steel, or whatever the fuck the book is called. I don't know actually why I'm arguing this. Flying there is the more practical situation, but I see like a coming of age tale of Dylan going and do th- doing this like on his own. Like he's going to meet some some crazy characters, share life stories. You're going to go on your own? Yeah. Man, if I was a single guy, I'd say, Dylan, pull up the car. Let's go. Let's do it, buddy. To, to go to a fucking passport building in El, El Paso? Just for the drive, the experience. You it's, don't want me to come with you, do you? Of course not. Hmm. You don't think that'd be fun? No, I want to be by myself. This is a... Kind of hurts, but I this is it's a, just him. This is a meditative thing, I think. You know, This is a giant fuck-up, and my life is in too much chaos. And I have to get more comfortable with... You know, adult things like filing out, uh, filling out paperwork in the appropriate time frame, not putting my wife through this amount of stress. But also, I am really look f- looking forward to just being by myself for mm-hmm. a while. I mean, uh, I, you're 30. I was 27 when I had my cross country trip. I'm telling you, it's gonna, it's gonna, you're gonna, re- you're gonna remember this forever. Yes, I will. Uh, and uh, and yeah. if I get to El Paso, and they do not print my passport. Oof. Oh man, he's gonna I'm shoot up a fucking. I'm literally never coming back to the city because I'm going to be in prison in Texas <laughs> for a life sentence. All right, here's what you do: you get in that car, and not a minute past six a.m. Right? You'll be rolling. Well, I got a there. show on Monday, so I got to record, then finish the edit. Oh boy! And then uh, I'll probably take off on Monday at hopefully around two o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. Probably won't see me in El Paso until about midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Check into a hotel, wake up in the morning, head to the passport office, get that passport, and zoom home. That's going to be the day. 22 hours and 36 hours. That's brutal. Wow. Maybe if you do it documented, I'd like to see uh, little stories or something. Oh, do you want me to uh, take time out of the drive to vlog? Yeah. Okay. All you all you need is uh you got to get yourself a one of those like vent Sony ZV ones. Uh no, one of those vent holded like uh right, right, right. things for your phone, and then you just press record. You start you talk and you say some stuff. Mm. Don't do it live. I think I think you make a compilation. It'll kill someone. Sure, make sure. this content, Dylan. Everything you do, we do has to be monetized. Um, all right. So everybody, wish luck. me luck. Wish uh, my marriage luck, because if I don't get this passport, I'm gonna either get divorced or be killed by my wife. So, anyways, uh, let's talk about some Twitter follows, and then we'll wrap it up with some Cherie talk, because I'm on my favorite talk. Oh, I reminded her that you don't like the way that she parks in our driveway, and she said it's my fucking driveway. What's his problem with it? Well, that she's shirking courtesy. She's shirking courtesy, and, she... and it is a glaring glaring sign of psychopathy then uh she pointed out that our neighbor marty that uh our, 
is creating the neighborhood and putting it in disarray yeah. had said, why do you park like that? And she's like, Marty asked me that the other day. And I yeah. was like, bitch, what the, if she told me or whatever, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm making some good points here. Yeah, Marty yeah, sounds yeah, like yeah. the blind squirrel or, or the broken, broken watch. That's right. You know, I saw, I saw her car in the driveway again today. I said, he's going to make fun of you if you park like that. I, I said, I don't care what he says. She was on the edge just past the sidewalk. Oh my oh, God. That was crazy. I just look, I looked at it and I was like, what a fucking lunatic. It's almost as though she's blind. What a lunatic. Anyways, um, Twitter, Twitter. Uh, this is going to be a recurring segment because I was starting to bring these up and these are like my children. I didn't know which ones to pick. But, What's the segment again? Uh, my favorite accounts on Twitter that I follow. Nick's I, favorite accounts on Twitter many, that he follows. How many accounts do you follow? Uh, and honestly, uh, pretty not that many. You got to wor- worry about the ratio. I think probably 900 maybe. Wow. I'm going to look. That's a lot of a lot of people. It's not really 840. Uh, hmm. um, that's really not that many. I mean, uh, you'll... You'll look I only the- have um, I only follow thirty people that are my friends on Instagram. Pat, what you, the number <laughs> the number you give is not uh, like important. A, no, it's just not relevant to like people on Twitter and how many accounts they follow. For so, for how much I'm on Twitter, that's a small amount to follow. I I think uh, because it's a well curated feed, and I also have lists. I have my bachelor list. I don't follow those people. I can go to my bachelor list and see what's popping in the bachelor world mm-hmm. and learn too much. Uh, but I'm not going to get into the minutia of the, the Twitter sphere. Yeah, shut uh, up. I'm, 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 I'm just going to show you some of my favorite accounts. Now, here's the first one. Okay, this is Marna or Mirna uh, Tellinghausen. Why don't you read her bio, Dylan? And this could be the thing. You can you can read the accounts and then okay, I'll explain Okay, got it. Okay, up. so her name is Mirna Tellinghausen um, per, at Pearls from Mirna. Uh, she is a retired executive secretary for Mr. Stanley uh, Bogenshoot, senior vice president at Hughes Aircraft, living the good life in South, uh, Southern California, loves God. So this is clearly a fake Twitter account run by some probably, I don't know, Ivy League grad who works at The Onion. Uh, most likely, but they, that's, this Ivy League grad who works at The Onion was probably raised by their grandmother. Right. Because it is so fucking funny. Right, right, You'll right. see she has 141,000 yeah. uh, uh, Twitter followers. A lot of followers. Started following her at 36,000. I'm a Myrna telling who's an hipster fan. Got uh, it. But if you so Myrna is is an old grandmother who most likely lives alone. Uh, she definitely. She definitely uh, rubbed shoulders with movers and shakers at uh, Hughes Aircraft. Right, right, right. I mean, she was assistant to the vice president. Sure. Uh, so, or the executive secretary. She was an executive. Yeah, that was, uh, that. those were the days of, uh, you know, three martini lunches and a lot of sexual abuse at the office. Mm-hmm. Better right? times, I'd argue. Uh, you could. Wait, did you say sexual abuse? Yeah. And oh, then, sorry. I, I said sexual abuse, and then you said better times. I'd uh, argue. I didn't. I was. I formed that thought before you finished yours. Right. I, just. Uh, was, it's just timing. It's just a timing thing. I, I just meant sex at work. Okay. Uh, now, oftentimes, I'll berate you guys for interruptions, but this is exactly what I want. I want sure, these. Sure. I want these accounts to spur conversation yeah. between you two. So, if okay, you well, have let's, thoughts, let's check have out some it. of Myrna's tweets. Huh? Yeah. Before we do, I just want to say Myrna uses Twitter as what people used to scoff at what they thought it was for in its inception. Just like, oh, you're going to tell people what you have for lunch, but if you like someone, right. And you know someone, you want to learn kind of what's going on. Now, Myrna, from what I've gathered, spends a lot of time alone in her living room, peeking out her window 
at the goings-ons of the neighborhood. Right, right, uh, right. Now, let's check out some of her tweets. Um, this is just her most recent one. It's been a difficult year. Oh, yeah. This is definitely an Ivy Leaguer who writes at The Onion. The first tweet is, it's been a difficult year, so this Thanksgiving I'm bringing out my sterling silver asparagus serving tongs. Hilarious. Yeah, Hilarious. funny. Yeah. It, it, it has been a difficult year for all of us, and it's the little things that will kind of make you feel better about it. Um, I did... Uh, Here's one. Never replaced a trusty crock pot with a flashy new one. It only attracts the wrong kind of attention. Now, I think what Myrna she's means... She's a sassy bitch. I like her. Now, I think what Myrna means by this is that, like, you get a sa sassy or fancy crock pot, all the other neighborhood ladies that you kind of commiserate with, maybe play some, some gin, some <laughs> rummy with... They're going to be like, oh, where'd Myrna get her money? Oh, well. Right, right, her right. Her son's probably doing well. Sure, so, sure. So if you have a crockpot and you can plug it in and it's working, just keep using that. Love it. Well, maybe only look at, uh, well, we'll scroll a couple and we'll just kind of find a random one. Okay, let's just find it. And stop. The Federal Luncheon Committee. Does Funeral. The Funeral Luncheon Committee does not need any fresh new ideas involving cashew cheeses. Don't like that one. Let's look at this but one. But the important part, the tag is CC Pagan Neighbors. So someone made a very, the someone on the luncheon committee uh, made a just a ridiculous suggestion of having cashew cheeses. But I agree, not her best. Yeah, not her best. Tell so me when to I, stop. Uh, stop. So I get it. She's. Uh, yeah, we're, we're almost done with Myrna. Just give me one more good one. Walter is in charge of tomorrow's fellowship breakfast. Tonight I shall have nightmares of mauve lipstick stains on styrofoam coffee cups. I will say she's kind of jumped the shark. I mean, she's tweeting too much. We see right here, just on October 29th alone. Uh, she, she tweeted three times. Which is, that's uh, four. Four times. Five. Five. It's disgusting. Back in the day, it would be one fucking fire tweet a day, but you get a following. You expect people to give your content. Yeah, this is the guy with the sign. <clears throat> uh yeah yeah exactly yeah exactly okay so let's i'm sure fuck jerry has approached myrna to peddle some fucking bullshit tequila uh now let's or a music festival let's move on uh this one's a very simple one they think a lot of people will appreciate this is uh ceiling height enthusiast i love this um at high ceilings great uh, handle only 3400 followers and i'm pretty sure honestly is this maybe maybe this is the right one but i'm pretty sure they changed their name it's ceiling height enthusiast but it used to be high ceiling enthusiast right, right, right. uh but so if you scroll through their feeds i mean we just see a bunch of domiciles that have nice high ceilings yeah really really beautiful ceilings and i think as oh my god a stunning ceiling that i really prefer the vaulted ones oh um, the vaulted ceilings are, are the greatest ceiling you can get is a vaulted ceiling uh and yeah so if you like art i love an a-frame too though i love an a-frame yeah, yes. Uh, a little too rustic for me. You think it's a little too rustic? Mm -hmm. You know what I can't stand? I can't stand the... I, I don't know what this is uh, beautiful. What type of architecture it is exactly, but you know when you go up to Big Bear and there are those cabins and they go like this, they go... Like that. It looks like a farmhouse, but it's just like taller. A barn. It's like a barn kind of architecture. It's just absolutely hideous. It looks like people are slaughtered in there each and every night. Don't like it one bit. Don't mm -hmm. like it one bit. You know so, what else I don't like? Yeah. This Twitter account. I so, mean, yeah, what um, do you like about it, Nikki? Yeah, just so over I it. Think I mean, it, these are really pretty pictures, though. I think it's... Uh, oh, I love that. This, this is a very simple concept, uh, but I think it might be uh, just growing up poor 
Uh, sure, yeah. Envy. That's yeah. definitely right. a and, uh, major Envy or like uh, goal trait. setting kind of. Like, sure. Well, do you watch uh, Architectural Digest? Uh, I did read it when I worked at the library and handled the periodical. Oh, you should check out the YouTube channel. They got a lot of really, really beautiful homes that are being uh, showed off by people who were, you know, like Pat. Pat was talking about many, many moons ago, just these random actors. You're like, how do you have this much money? Oh, You're yeah. on CSI Las You're Vegas. You're fourth like, banana. How the fuck did you do that? On a Netflix show that I don't think anybody watches. How the fuck do you own a house in the hills? Oh, uh, you're on Dear White People? And you have a house on Mulholland? How does this make any sense? It doesn't. Uh, I Thank you for the suggestion, Dylan. Yeah. Uh, but I that would be more time-consuming than as I'm scrolling my Twitter feed... Right. Occasionally seeing some place that I would like got to it, live one it. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I will never do what you said. Got it. Got it. But thank you again for the suggestion. Now, yeah, here's no. one that honestly could have its own section. Score uh, a gun. <laughs> Power move. 284,000 people follow, uh, followers. Zero following. <laughs> huge, huge power, power Hate move. Hate that. Now, what Scorigami is, and actually this year it's somewhat kind of gotten into the zeitgeist because Scott Hansen on Red Zone has been mentioning it when it happens. But uh, John Boyce, who also a great Twitter follow, guy snarky as fuck. Uh, we disagree politically, but not important. He's awesome. He's a great Twitter follow. He started the uh, idea of Scorigami. And so in an NFL game, there are usually it's 14-7. 21-10. Those are scores that have happened hundreds, if not thousands of times. Oh, definitely right. thousands of times. But every week, not every week, there's there's these little gaps if you go, if you like go up a, a matrices and you go one-to-one, one, that's never happened in a game. Right, right, right. Because that's impossible. That would be a tie and you yeah. can't score one point. Although there is a way you can score one point. Uh, that you, you have to get a touchdown first. I wonder if there's ever Someone been else a does. score of two-to-two, two, two safeties. Someone else says, did we just talk about this? No. Uh, no, there's a way to get one point. How? Uh, I don't know it. I'll have to look it up. Great teaser for next week. Whoa. Uh, but yeah, exactly, Pat. Two, two to two. Uh, I, I would guess. So No, there's no way to five get Five to two. That'd be a crazy score. That would be a crazy, crazy score. Some of these low scores that you're discussing, though. They can't get one point. Have already been completed in your giant scorigami matrices because like back in the day they they didn't throw the ball and they, they would kick mm -hmm. a field goal i don't know if five to two has happened we could look up a thing but every week so there'll be an odd score and they'll be like scorigami alert <laughs> dallas <laughs> and kansas city is 19 to 6 right now at the end of the third quarter right. this game has a 2.74 chance chance percent chance of ending in a scorigami. The most likely scorigami would be 25 to 9. Now, so there's an example. What 25 is to 9 okay. is a score in the NFL that, that has never, never happened. happened. Oh my God. And then when you get a scorigami, I think there's been two this year. There's nothing better on a Sunday. Wow. I have a buddy I text. I'm like, fucking scorigami. We, we got like, a scorigami today. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wish I... Final. No. See, 32 to 13. Oh, okay. Here, he, So look at this, Pat. 32 to 13, final, no scorigami. This has happened four times so in this, the history of the NFL. This is like the Twitter account, like um, Ted Danson's birthday. 
and it's like today is not Ted Danson's birthday. Today it's not Ted Danson's birthday, and it's just that every day. But then on Ted Danson's birthday, it says today is Ted Danson's <laughs> birthday, <laughs> yeah. and everybody loses their shit. Uh, there's also a Twitter account that only tweets on uh, the end of the day on Friday, and it, it's. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the, the weekend. weekend. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, these aren't my favorite Twitter follows. Those are hack. What we're, oh, we're those are hack. Like, yeah. No. Uh, uh, but here's a hilarious tweet from the Scorigami one. Arizona 7, Seattle 0, end of the first quarter. Hilarious. But what an interesting thing. This game only has a 1.89% chance of Scorigami, but the most likely score of it's 7-0 is 36 to 23 based on some algorithm. So Scorigami, check it out. And like I said, Scott Hansen, when one happens, he'll sh- he'll shout it out. He's oh, wow, wow, wow. That's awesome. <clears throat> By uh, the way, 2-2 uh, two to two has never happened. I looked up scores that have never happened in the NFL. I believe two to two hasn't happened. Look up for five. Well, the, I have it. It gives you a list of scores that have never happened, and they're all low scores. You can't, pro- sc- can't score one. I bet what he just found on Google was scoregami.com. Uh, I don't think there's other people that are keeping track of this. Uh, I'll do one more Twitter foul, and I have millions. This one's weird. But well, you not millions. I have nine. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Great point. Great point. Where do I go from here, though? It's like, pick, can I do two more? No, I mean, I thought you were going to end it with Scorigami because that's such a great end. You love all your kids, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. but we'll do it again, but I'm going to do one more. You love all your kids. This one is just so funny to me. Yeah. All right, it's the random NBA play bot. Okay. Uh you want to, you, Every three hours, this bot tweets out a random play using the stats.nba.com API. So on stats.nba.com, every game has like a a, uh, a log of the games, and it will be like... This is a very cynical Twitter uh, account. What's cynical about this? Well, aren't they kind of mocking... You look so silly in this costume right now. What's silly? What's cynical about... Well, it's basically just saying, look, uh, it's it's gathering information off the web about the plays that are being most shown, and then it's just featuring them. Probably not saying that it's the best play, but this is the one that most dummies are talking about. No, 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 no. That would be like most talked about NBA play bot. Hmm. Okay. What, this is, what is this Twitter account? This is <laughs> random NBA play bot. And they used to actually have more. Um, so they'll just put throw up a play. Mm-hmm. Let's look at let's look at of a of a jump shot, a missed jump shot and a rebound, and then before they go back, not down, the rebound, just the missed jump shot. They might just do the rebound. <laughs> let's let's look at one. Here's uh, October twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. Oh, you let's go back because they don't always do twenty twenty one. I'm so happy that you do this. Here's one. I'm so happy that we're helping them grow because this Twitter account is not doing well. And I wonder why. Here's one. Uh, and this was coincidence. It's Davis. Well, so uh, January 5th, 2019. And this is, see how they're doing this. It literally just pulls what, what was written in this log. Right. And then it finds the timestamp from their thing. And let's see this. This is a Davis foul, a personal two free throws attempted. Did you see that? Oh, he fouled him. You see it? Wait, let's watch again. And oh yeah, there is the foul. They blew the whistle. Foul. Uh, so this is a great one. But like, I, I watch this with like a careful eye when I get one. And I, if it comes up in my feed, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch this play. And let's watch this one. Let's see what happens here. All right. So Dylan, you want to read this play? Yeah, yeah. So we've got. Um... 
Date February 8th, 2017. Play Atlanta. Muscala rebound. Um, offense one, Muscala. defense. Muscala rebound. Offense one, defense four. So this was his fifth total rebound. Now let's watch this play. Okay. Let's watch it. We're watching it. So Muscala has the ball. No, Muscala no, Muscala no. passes nope. out. Three point shot, and then oh, and then oh, they you, cut it off before we could see the rebound from this, Muscala. This is a mistake by the bot. We see a missed shot, balls in the air. We see Muscala elevate. It looks like he's gonna get the ball. Right. One more time, we're gonna watch it, and then we'll see yeah, what. Yeah, he kicks out, and it over. So we don't see the rebound, and this upset me. I say this with all sincerity. Don't you have work to do? This is my work. This is. No. I'm talking about it right now. It's not your work. So this upset me. All right. Yeah. And oh, this was 2017 too. Not the tweet. The tweet was from November 4th, 2021. But this play that we didn't see the rebound of that we were told we were going to. Yeah. So I, I get, I was a little upset. Okay. <clears throat> you want to? Yeah. So obviously Nick uh, replied to the tweet. And he said, bullshit. It cuts off before the rebound. Not what I follow this account for. Not what I follow this account for. Right. Six likes. I wonder if those people followed. Okay. So I was just telling, I was just like, and I think I'm talking to a bot, but I have to get my thoughts out there. But oh, I get a reply from the random NBA player. Wow. So this is a snarky person. Uh, he's do doing a little uh, Schrodinger's cat uh, joke here. He says, this is known in physics as Muscala's, uh, Muscala's rebound. It both does and does not exist. Kind of funny, but uh, I, I, re I reply to that, and we just keep it going. Uh, the rebound doesn't exist. Um, that is a meme of Lindsay a Lohan. Uh, yeah, that's right, a gif of Lindsay Lohan. And the war continues, I'm assuming. No, it doesn't. I was playing along at this point. I said, oh, God. I got replied, it, got the, it. the rebound doesn't exist. Uh, and, and I used the gif of Mean Girls yeah, when she. It was the climax of the whole film. Right, she, right, right. She. It's she, when she solves the problem at the mathalon. The, the mathletes. The yeah. mathletes. Uh, and. and uh, and then yeah, uh, but they liked it. The yeah, no, my, that's a lot of fun. I think that my favorite one is probably uh, uh, Scorigami. Scorigami, no doubt. That and that's definitely probably the most well known. I should have did it two years ago. Like I said, Scott Hansen's talking about. Sure, it's yeah, almost yeah, yeah. jumped the shark. Right, right, right. Uh, it hasn't though. Scorigami, no, really Scorigami's exciting on Sunday. Scorigami is great. And that concludes Nick's favorite Twitter. <laughs> So Nick, when I was six, my grandmother would insist upon me hopping in that car with her and go over to her best friend Clara's house. Clara had no toys because she was probably 65. Mm -hmm. I'd go outside and play with rocks. <laughs> you don't think I'm playing with rocks when I'm scrolling through my Twitter feed? What I'm saying is me playing with rocks as a six-year-old, I think it was a better use of my time than what you're doing here. <laughs> Fair Forgive enough. Forgive me. Fair enough. Agree to disagree. What I'm saying is Twitter is a tool that can be used for good. That is the moral of this entire segment. Now, before we go. No, Pat, it's got stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Before oh. we go, we have to hear about this um, this fish grill thing really quickly. <clears throat> have you been to California Fish Grill? I haven't. How long is this? I got I got to pee That's so fine. bad, but I want to I want to sit here and relax. <clears throat> I'm going to pee fast. Yeah, go ahead. And then just catch me up like super quick. What I'll happened? just. 
chat with Dylan or yeah, something. I don't yeah. need to get into the heart of the story. You know, I know Thank how to you. tell a story. Preach. I'll right, go as fast right, right. as possible. Dylan and I were actually bonding over us fighting with our wives earlier. So we're Nails of, are out. Claws are out. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're going through a tough sp- tough spell. We love our wives. So I much. love my wife. I told love her tonight, even when we got in an argument. Um, so uh, the actually, before, yeah, I'll kill some time while Nikki's doing this. So um, I, sometimes I get in a fight with my wife or she's pissed at me, even though I didn't even do anything wrong. Right. Uh, so my father-in-law uh, came over and watched Ellie today. Sure. Right. So the wife and I get home from work and it's like 5.30 and uh, he gives us this uh, convoluted story that Ellie uh, fell down and that she cried for 10 minutes and sure. that she might have had some blood coming out of her mouth. Sure, sure. And then uh, the wife, do- after he leaves, the wife does some uh, some work, like right. Sherlock Holmes. She opens up the girl's uh, uh, teeth to discover that her front tooth is chipped. Right, right. And uh, immediately... She is pissed and very, very upset, which I get it because uh, minutes later or she starts describing to me, what are all the photos uh, that are going to be taken of our kid with her with her front tooth sure, chipped? It's sure. kind of a big deal. Yeah. And so she wants to settle her hash with her father. Right, right, and right. I'm trying to tell her, calm down. Right. And she gets mad at me, says, I, why, I can't believe you're not as upset as I am about this. So I'm, I'm playing it cool, though. I sure. said, look, we're taking this in differently. I, um, I, I, I uh, deal with uh, stuff I'm mad at differently than you. Just because I'm not saying I want to call my dad and uh, tell him he's a horrible father and he hurt our daughter and how dare he, uh, it doesn't mean that I don't care what happened. Sure. So that's what uh, I was up against uh, 30 minutes before you guys showed up to record sure, tonight. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to talk about that. No, no, I'm no, going to talk about uh, my wife um, sending me out uh, dispatching me to get dinner at seven o'clock on a Sunday night and how I lost my shit on her. And I actually won this battle. Did you really? Yes. So my wife's obsessed with food. Okay. She doesn't have any hobbies or anything. Her hobby is she likes food. That's what she likes uh, taking up most of your driveway too. That's a hobby. A hundred percent. I dare you to tell her that to her face. I actually hope you do, but you'll be on the course. I will. I I was going to call her and say, Hey, Dylan's making fun of you right now. Do it. But it, she deserves it. Do it. All right, so get this. Um, it's it's like, I don't know if your wife does this or Jules ever did this to you when you were with Jules and Nikki. Um, <laughs> fucking, I go out. One thing that my I love to do is on Sunday mornings, first game of NFL games on at 10 a.m. Yeah. 30 minutes before that, I run over to the local donut shop and I get myself an iced coffee with two shots of espresso. I espresso. get my daughter a croissant because she's into croissants. She's an Irish Italian like me. She likes the carbs and I get my wife. She's a child. She, she likes the carbs. She's she a likes child. Carbs. And I get a couple donuts. It's just so much fun to see so my daughter rip apart a, a little chocolate uh, sugar twist or whatever sure, or yeah, maple, yeah. whatever. Just get it all over her face. Right. Yeah. We're like 30 minutes into this and the wife's like, what are we eating for dinner? I go, I don't know. It's 930 it's, in the morning. Yes. Why yeah. are we talking about dinner? She goes, do you want me to make something or we should go out? I go, yeah, make something. Okay. You never do that. Quick thought. <laughs> <Right>. Croissants <laughs> are one of the, maybe the only thing that could be talked to, talked about positively as flaky. Mm. Uh, remember flaky puffs? I guess that's number two. Can I say something? I this will be controversial. That didn't need to be said? No. Uh, croissants, a little overrated. You re- very rarely find a really, really good one. Uh, most of the time, they're just poorly done and a little wet inside, you know. 
I, I don't like a croissant by itself, but in a, a breakfast sandwich as the bread, I mean, that's how you indulge. That's mm. a that's a hangover meal right oh, there. Oh, got it, yeah, got it. Yeah. Sausage, is. egg, croissant sandwich. Sure, sure. That yeah. is indulgence. From a gas station. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. What? Why did I have to have that last part? Oh what, my Pat? God. All right. Uh, oh, you want me to go on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So she starts so with you on this food. So you were making fun of the fact that she's uh, not domesticated properly. Well, no, I wasn't saying that. <laughs> but- this is my problem. This is my dilemma. I don't know how we got into this fucking mode where Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, lunch, sometimes breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Ordered are out. Either ordered out or at a goddamn restaurant. And it's a fortune here in Los Angeles. Oh, my God. And I'm sick of it. A salad in Los Angeles, and I'm not exaggerating, costs $61. It can. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. At Laurel Tavern, we went at Laurel Tavern. Uh, the, was it just the three of us? And then my wife showed up. You yeah, guys yeah. didn't have anything. I guess I no, ate a charcuterie. Yeah. I go show up for the bill is $130. Yeah, I know. Plus, I got a tip 20. So 150 bucks for an hour and a half. Hey, of try eating. silver like me and Cece went to fucking happy hour. Thanks for that, Pat. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Happy yeah. hour at l &E Oyster Bar. It's fucking she-she bullshit place. Oh, go up go up for happy hour. That's where you get the good deals. And you didn't even... I, I bought the last round. Oh, I bet you did. I'm not saying... I'm saying... I, I'm, just saying I'm just like... That's even illuminating more how expensive it was. <laughs> just going out. Yeah. So I'm coming to a boiling point. Maybe I didn't even know it. Because the wife, she was kind of annoying me on Sunday. She was talking while I was trying to watch the game. And I was thinking, she goes, Is, are we all right? Is everything all right? I'm like, yes, everything's okay. Why are you being so sensitive? No, everything's wonderful. I look how good we have it, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't realize that I was actually probably uh, in my subconsciousness, really pissed Sub off. Subcon yeah, okay. Subconscious. She yeah. realized it, evidently. That's she was she feeling was it. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> so we go out to lunch. Uh, well, I go out and get the donuts for breakfast. Then we actually go out to lunch on Sunday. Uh, can we pump the brake for a second? Mm -hmm. Pump the brakes. You're on a soup kick. I'm on a soup kick. But I leave that diet starting at after we are done recording on, on Fridays. Fridays. And then on Saturday and Sunday, I allow myself to eat whatever the fuck I want. And then Monday, like very strict, I go right back to soup. What is whatever you want? Uh, whatever she, the wife tells me I got to eat. Like where we're going, because it's never my decision. So what's like? What was Saturday food wise? Uh, Saturday we went to Good Neighbor Cafe. I had a cheeseburger. Boy, I think they're trying to uh, lower their food costs because that cheeseburger was not good as I remember it. Okay. Some French fries. That was lunch, and then I might have like I, I think I ate some of Ellie's uh, leftover like uh, spaghettios okay. as a little in between snack. Okay. And then we ordered from Tender Greens, and I got a steak and mashed potatoes. Oh, that's not that bad. Uh, Tender, well, yeah, tender greens. Is, is it tender a, greens? Yeah, tender greens. Yeah, uh, I love tender. Sweet greens. greens is the one that I confuse it with. I hate sweet greens. I he love. Loves it. Loves I love greens. tender greens. And also on Friday after that charcuterie board, turkey sliders, truffle fries. She dispatched me to go out and get Mexican food. Paquito mas. Paquito mas. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. This is so. This never ends. So what happened with the fish girl? Oh, okay. So I'm at a boy. So for lunch on Sunday just so the audience is fully engaged in understanding the scope of ordering out. Right. Lunch is at uh, Bob's Big Boy. Right. We bring Ellie. She just rips the fucking place apart, annoys every patron sure, next to us. Sure. I felt bad for them. So then now dinner's coming up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, I just don't, I don't want to go. Can we just order a pizza? It's like, I don't feel like pizza. I'm like, God damn it. I said, fine. California fish What girl. happened to her making something? She's not going to make anything. She said, I don't have anything here. So then uh, it comes up with, uh, 
California fish grill. Now I knew she likes fish, and mm-hmm. they do that pretty well there, from what I remember. I, I would hope like so. Right now, yeah. So you know what's wrong with California fish? The fish. The fish. You don't want that to happen. So they they probably do do the fish pretty good. It, it, the place is packed, but so get this. Get their fries. The last time the I grill, went there, you don't want to touch no, it. No, don't touch it. We grill. have this thing where we're trying to gentrify horrible neighborhoods in the valley in Los Angeles. Sure. There's this project well, called disgusting. NoHo West out on Oxnard and Laurel Canyon, sure, yeah, yeah. which has all the stores, the Tacano, the Trader Joe's. It's got the hot the right, right, workout right, right. spot. And what they try, you know, they try and make the neighborhood good by putting it there. And it's right there, right down a street that looks like. It, it could be an I am legend overgrown <laughs> like plants next to a gold's right. gym right next to it is this tw- megaplex right like a, a mini version of Disneyland yeah, yeah yeah with all these stores anyway so she puts in the order I drove drive over there at 730 at night on a Sunday when as a man after putting the baby to bed, I should have a glass of wine in my hand, maybe watching that last uh, Sunday night uh, b- football game, sure, and then sure. just settling it. Yeah, like a Instead, man with a glass of Pinot I'm Grigio in and the NFL on. a car driving to the California Fish Grill. I drive over to that NoHo West. I show up there. Okay. Pump the brakes once again. I was going to speed up the story. You don't have, well, if you want to get out of here, but why, why are you allowing this to happen to you? It's something she enjoys. Abuse of power. Why is she not uh, going and picking uh, up food ever one time? She can't drive in the dark. She says her eyesight isn't that good. That's the excuse she's giving to me at the ripe old age of 32. Why can you not drive? Well, I, I do drive. She says her eyes aren't so good in the dark. Oh, I'm saying, why can't she? Oh, dri- be the one driving. Or why can't, yeah. Okay. Every once in a while, mm-hmm. you know. Won't do it. Not only that, I don't get to watch my own TV shows. She'll go, let's find something. I'll look on Netflix. Okay, so what happened to California uh, Fish? All right. Oh, no, no, no. What happened I, to I don't have any choice. She doesn't like TV series. What happened to California Fish? I'm get her LASIK. Too much. I might. So I waiting in line. There's people cutting in front of me. It's the pickup order. Oh, I, I God. Show up, I go, uh, Pat. Because that's the one thing I coach my wife up on. When you order takeout, even if your name isn't Pat, just say Pat. Right. We don't want another habit grill incident. Exactly. So he's looking around. He's looking at his computer. He's looking at some other futuristic like hand device thing that's supposed to keep all the orders intact. But he eventually goes and he looks at all the bags. He says, no Pat. I said, how about Cherie? Let me look again. Five minutes. No Cherie. Are you sure you got the right California fish grill? I said, is there another one? He says, yeah, there's one over there in Burbank. And I'm like, I bet she didn't even have the respect when she called this order in to differentiate. Oh, there's one in Burbank. So I start seething. I said, I bet that's what she did. So I start calling her and she's not picking up. My (laughs) wife has two phones, work Cherie and Cherie. Neither. So Nikki, do you remember four years ago when my wife yelled at you through a a thing called the ring saying, get out of here while you're getting your dick sucked by some whore. I know. she couldn't. I use the same technology, very much like MacGyver. I get on that goddamn ring and I can see her in the living room watching TV. And I said, Sheree, pick out that phone. And she's like, jar. She like looks outside. She doesn't know who's talking to her. I'm like, now you know how that feels. Right, right, right. Thank you. So she picks up the phone and I said, where did you order this food from? And she looks at her phone. Oh, I ordered it from the Burbank location. And I said, Cherie, me going out getting food on Sundays is done. Woo! It's over. I'm at the NoHo West. 
Oh my God, honey, you went there? Yeah, I did go there. From now on, we're buying food at a fucking grocery store and we're cooking it. I don't care if I need to pay someone to come here and cook it. We're done. No more of this. I, I What reality is it that people live in this existence where they go out and get their food for, for breakfast, meal. lunch, and dinner? This is so stupid. It's unacceptable, and it's not happening again. She goes, I don't know what your problem is, and I, for the first time in- She said that? Yeah. That was, those are, my problem is- Five years, I fucking clicked her. Boom. Hang up. <laughs> Fuck that. And I started driving home and I was going to say, we're going to order Papa John's today. But I didn't do that. And on the drive home, and I'm not sure if it's because she meant it or she's being very, very manipulative. She calls me back and says, honey, I'm sorry. You're right. I will start. We'll either get food earlier. Why would we'll you think she was being manipulative? Because yeah, she just wants me to mode. go get the California fish grill over in Burbank, which I ended up doing. And they forgot her clam chowder, which... That was some kind of enjoyment. Patrick, you're being a coward. You're terrified of your wife, as am I. But I'll tell her to her face that she's a psycho for this great uh, this uh, driveway thing. Psycho. Mm -hmm. You let him get out of line. That's why men and women are supposed to be good for each other. You she let him get out of line. What do you mean? You're you're a complete pussy in this yeah. in this situ in this scenario. You're right. But I'm saying in a perfect scenario. This morning I'm in my goddamn boxers. And there's a hole where you could see my balls in the bottom of the box. Okay. I probably need to go to get some new boxers. She just ordered me into the bedroom. Go put a new pair on. Yeah. I did. I, know. I didn't ask. I didn't question Pat, it. Metaphorically speaking, you have a shock collar on. And every time you do something that your wife does not want you to do, you get shocked. And what you need to realize, Pat, is that you have hands the the cl the clasp of this shot collar can be easily removed by you. All you have to do is start throwing glass bottles against the wall and really <clears throat> scaring the crap out of her. But you do that by calm like <clears throat> you got to express what you did to us but in a calmer manner like people do not eat out three meals a day it's every 3 week. days in a row. Crazy. And I work and I am you. I work five days a week. I bust my ass. So on a Sunday, I would like to sit here and not have to go out and pick up your food. This has to end. Just, it has to end. But in it calm, ends today. But in calm discussion, don't go in there and talk about it now. You don't throw glass against the wall. That's abusive emotionally and possibly physically. Don't do that. That's a bad idea that you suggested. I was what shocked you need that you to do, uh, What? I was shocked that you. What said you need to do is you need to sit down, like Nick he's said, he's enraged and just he's have throwing. a reasonable conversation about how. <clears throat> excuse me. If she orders you out again, you're going to throw a bottle of wine at the wall. Okay, but just be calm about it. And Pat, use your hands. Mm -hmm. Take the shot collar off. Okay. I'm not going to, you won't hear me on this podcast complaining again about going out to get food at seven o'clock on a Sunday night. That's I'll bet you sure. $50. We come in here before the end of the year. I'll ask you. And if you are honest, you will have gone out to a restaurant to have picked up food on a Sunday night. And also what world do we live in in high school? Uh, Kara Hendrickson, her family, they had a love this story. They had a dog shot collar thing and we would put it around our necks. And if you sprint through it and you get further enough, you stop getting shocked. Oh. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. 
I don't know how the metaphor applies. It will endure the pain, no. but run away. Endure and, the pain, but run away. Yeah, just have the conversation from a distance, I guess. Yeah. But there is a bunch of. Sh- you are just like. <laughs> All right, that's it for us. Jump in the iTunes ratings and reviews. Leave five stars. Join us on patreon.com slash another podcast network for one of these a week uh, extra, plus much more content. PMZ video content, all that stuff. Join us on YouTube, another podcast show. Subscribe, hit the bell, mix it up in the comments. I'm Dylan saying goodbye. Nick say goodbye. Goodbye. Pat say goodbye. Bye. Bye.